Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another Loving the Christ Life podcast. We, like every week, are going through Paul's epistles with Warren Litzman. These wonderful epistles of Paul are life-changing, and they became a revelation for Warren Litzman as he went through them over the years, many, many times to bring you these great messages we get from the archives each week that are life-changing. It's a great mystery that's been uncovered that really has been in the Bible this whole time, and Warren Litzman can explain it to you. Let's get right into it. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. This is Warren Litzman coming your way once again with the good news. I'm coming your way to tell you the liberating secret about the great mystery God gave us through the Apostle Paul. He said to Nicodemus one day, Jesus did, you must be born again. Nothing was done about it at that time. It may have been some people were born again, but they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what it was until Paul came along. Paul began to explain it. He said, this is a great mystery. This is a mystery beyond all comprehension. Human beings are not going to understand this. This is a great mystery. What was the mystery? That we were rebirthed by another life placed in us. Get it now. Another life was placed in you and you were saved. You were born again with another life. An eternal life, an everlasting life, a Christ life. That's what happened to you. Christ came to live in you. If you want to uh, discuss that word with me, I don't take time now, but go over and read Romans 5.10. It'll tell you that Christ is the salvation. He doesn't give salvation. He is salvation. And the instant we know that understand it, the better off we'll be. And so I'm trusting God to talk to you about what I have to say, that it'll go way beyond my feeble words of talking to that voice of the Spirit that can make a great difference in your living, in your life, and in all that you put your hand to. We've been studying this week in 2 Timothy chapter 2. And we've reached the 8th verse. And I've talked a whole segment of this broadcasting this week on the 8th verse, except I didn't talk about the last line. So let me read the verse to you with the last line. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. I began this the first day of this week, talking to you about the hardest scripture, as hard as any scripture you'll get a hold of in the Bible, this scripture has to do with the Apostle Paul and the way he handled things and the way he talked. He said here, he said here in this eighth verse that Jesus of Nazareth was raised from the dead according to his gospel. According to his gospel. What a statement. My gospel. He uses that term several times in the epistles of Paul. He talks about my gospel 
a number of times. He calls it my gospel. He wants people to know that this is something Jesus gave to him and he's given it to everybody else as the Lord told him to do, to pass it on to other people. Jesus was raised from the dead according to Paul's gospel. According to Paul's gospel. There's another scripture that says we're going to be judged one of these days. Paul doing the talking. We're going to be judged one of these days. How? According to my gospel. You see something, my friend? I'll not go into it now, but I will sometime later, Lord willing. I'm going to talk about these occasions when Paul said, according to my gospel, that it's going to happen according to what I teach and what I say. Because Jesus has given me the final gospel. According to my gospel. Listen. When I tell you to read Paul's epistles, to start in Paul's epistles to understand God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, to understand the Trinity, to understand the church, the body of Christ, to understand what God is doing in the world today, you're going to have to get into Paul's gospel, into what he calls my gospel. You're going to have to get into it. You're going to have to study it until you see, well, he's the only one, isn't he? Yes, he's the only one. He said in one place, follow me as I follow Christ. What did he do? It's all shifted from being under the law when Jesus of Nazareth talked to his disciples and said, take up the cross and follow me. The message now has come. A new gospel for the end time. The last gospel to ever be preached. And somebody says, well, there's only one gospel in the whole Bible. What, I started to say baloney, but what ignorance that is. Great ignorance. There's at least a gospel for every dispensation. There are several gospels being preached during Paul's day. Some of them were disciples who were not preaching Jesus as they understood. They were preaching their own thing. Paul's preaching the gospel that Jesus told him to preach and gave him the experience to preach that gospel. And so we listen to Paul. I guide you to Paul. I encourage you to Paul. He's not our Savior. He's the man that Jesus said to follow him as he follows me. He's the one that we're to follow. You say, well, I don't believe in following a man, even Paul. Well, if you don't follow Paul, you're going to follow another man, and that's Moses. That's why you get stuck over in the Old Testament. You're following another man there. But that man's led of God. That man's called by God, just as Paul is called by God. He's not made a Savior. He's not made a deity. He's not made any more than a human being, except he's given a message. He's given a message, and that's what makes the Apostle Paul different. And that's why I say start off with Paul. He has the message for today. He has the gospel for today. And he's plain to say it, that you better listen to my gospel, you better follow my gospel, because 
You're going to fail God if you don't. Is that plain enough? Is that hard enough? Yes. He comes right back to himself and says, Follow me as I follow Christ. You follow me as I follow Christ. Every one of you follow me as I follow Christ. That's Paul talking. We'll get right back to Warren in this wonderful lesson today in just a moment. Let me remind you that these wonderful In Christ teachings are available from our website, christ-life.org. Lucky for us, Warren left his books behind, his teachings on audio and video. It's a wonderful, wonderful library of things that are available to you and me both just by going to our website, christ-life.org. Go there, read all about us, click on the bookstore, and see what you can find to continue these great messages and these great lessons in your life. Now, back to Warren. And so the last line of that eighth verse goes into something difficult. So many people are saying, I just follow Jesus. I don't follow anybody but Jesus. It'd be interesting because Jesus gave the final gospel to Paul. It came right out of the mouth of Jesus. It came to Paul by revelation. He had many revelations to give to humanity in this closing moment of time. Call a dispensation of grace. And then he said, to tap it all off, he said, listen to me, do what I tell you to do, and you'll be happy that you did it, because I'm doing what Jesus told me to do. Can you follow Jesus without Paul? Sure. He could tell you things to do by Spirit, and you could go do it. But when it comes to these very important things that we're dealing with in the Scripture, you better listen to Paul and get the message. He has it. Get the message. It may not come to you the first time, as I said this week. It may be a hundred times before you get it. But you'll get it in time. You'll get it in time. You'll know it in time. And so this eighth verse ends with Jesus being raised from the dead according to my gospel. Let's move on. In the ninth verse, Paul's still talking about this business of him having the gospel that talks about Jesus' death. You have to have the death in this message. You understand? You have to have Jesus dying. You have to have him on the cross. And Paul is the only writer in this book that deals with the cross. He is the only one that... I, I read something uh, in one of my study books here this past week of a man who said he had calculated over 30 inferences of Christ dying on the cross and crucified in the epistles. Think of it. 30 of them. I've never gotten that far. I'm still searching for them. In fact, I'm encouraging some of our Bible teachers. Get in that book and let's see if we can find these 30 times this fellow talked about. That's good, because nobody else talks about it. Nobody else goes into any detail of what happened at the cross. Some of them didn't believe it. Some of them quit Jesus when he died. How sad. So Paul says, beginning in the ninth verse, the dead, according, raised from the dead, 
seed of David, raised from the dead, Jesus raised from the dead, according to my gospel. And it goes right into the next verse, wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bonds, but this word of God is not bound. Let's get that straight. What did Paul have to gain by saying, according to my gospel? Moses said many times, you'll die if you don't do what I say. The apostle Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. He says, in Romans 16 and 25, he says that no gospel should be preached other than the gospel which Christ has given me. You get it? You better get it. It's that important to you. And so he says, doing this, I suffer. I suffer trouble as an evildoer. That's what they call me. I'm an evildoer. I haven't preached the same Jesus they knew as Jesus of Nazareth. In fact, he said in 2 Corinthians 5 that I no longer know him. I'm not any longer to know him. I do know him. I talk to him up in heaven. I do know him. I know a lot of things about him also. But I no longer preach that Jesus. I don't preach that Jesus. I don't know him anymore. I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to know the Christ that we're joined to when we get saved. That's Jesus. So, he says, I suffer trouble. Yep, you're going to suffer trouble, Brother Paul. If you preach Christ alive in human beings, you're going to suffer trouble because you're going to make a mockery out of 2,000 years of preachers preaching. You're going to make a mockery out of every church that raises up a cross and is trying to signify Christ's death. But that should be signifying their death. They were in Him on that cross. They were with Him when He died. Every one of us were. We ought to honor that. He says, I suffer trouble as an evildoer. As an evildoer. In Paul's day, we don't have a record of very many people who followed Jesus. Let's say apostles who were out preaching. Jesus told them to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And we have one little verse instead of them going into all the world. That little verse says they went back to Jerusalem. Maybe they were led to do that. But the Apostle Paul preaches a worldwide message. He says his message has gone all over the world. He says that people everywhere are going to know what he's saying. Why? Because that's the message God wants them to know. That includes Jesus of Nazareth on the cross. That includes Jesus of Nazareth. Actually, his actions from the 12th chapter of John to his death. That includes what he did in that state. But he says, they call me an evildoer. I'm an evildoer because I preach these things. But he ends up by saying, the word of God will not be bound. That's my first line in tomorrow's session when we get together. 
I'd like to remind you that if you hunger for God and you want to go on in the things of the Lord and not get stuck by the way by men, earthly men, I have a number of books. Just go over a page or two on our webpage, web pages here, and see what we offer. I don't offer anything that doesn't lift up Jesus and make Him life, your life. So it's good to have you in the audience today, and until I see you again tomorrow, God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Another great message from Warren Litzman. We are heard around the world, and people have been responding from Africa, Australia, Cameroon, Germany, Great Britain, the Philippines, Sweden, Finland, and other places as well, who listen to these great messages on this podcast weekly. Tell others about us. We're heard wherever podcasts are heard. Robbie Litzman allows us to go into the archives each week to find these wonderful messages and these teachings from Warren. Valerie Hill does our Twitter account. Be sure and keep up with us on Twitter. Tammy Laycock does the weekly podcast notes when you download these podcasts. And Teresa Ferraro is our great producer from the Christ Life Fellowship. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.